going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the R&R Pod of Film. And I am your host, Glenn Rodriguez. And always with me is my co-host, Cody Repass. Are you ready for this? I am so ready. This is... I, I'm going to spoil this. I'm going to spoil the shit out of this movie right away. This is one of my favorite movies of the year. And it's about to come out on or home video, Blu-ray, DVD, 4K, whatever you want to call it. It is out on digital the day that we are recording this today, I bought it. As soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go watch it. But we're talking book smart. And, oh, buddy, I can't wait to talk about this. So, a little setup. This was one of the first movies we were going to do when we first recorded. But for some reason, I never really got around to watching it. So, we kind of shifted around and you've gotten what you've gotten so far from us. But we're finally here. We're finally going to do it. So, let's get into it. Book smart was... Uh, directed by Olivia Wilde. Yes, you heard that correct. Olivia Wilde. It stars Caitlin Dever, Beanie Feldstein, Jessica Williams, and so on and so forth. Um, there's so many great actors and um, actresses in this. Jason Sudeikis, Lisa Kudrow, Will Forte, like the Billy Lord, who I have to talk about in this movie too. Um, but let's get into it. I'm, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give one little thing before we start because I know you really want to talk about this. So, the first thing I want to say, I, I, I want, to, want to set this up too, is yes, for me, it is one of my favorite movies of the year as well. Um, and go ahead, Cody. <laughs> so, this movie, there's so much to talk about with this movie, but yes. the first thing that has to be mentioned, this is Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. And it, this movie is impeccable. It is... The female super bad. It is awesome from start to finish. They will have you rolling in the theaters. I laughed. I was the only person in the theater when I watched it. It was the day it came out. I knew it was going to get a short release in theaters. So as soon as I saw that my theater was getting it, I was there. Opening night. I watched it by myself. And I loved it. But Olivia Wilde, just the way she shot the movie and... It helps when you have two fantastic leads that have such great chemistry together. But Olivia Wilde, just the way she shot the movie, everything that she did directing-wise, it was a slam dunk. Like she, She's incredible. I can't wait to see what she does next. Agreed. Very talented filmmaker. You know, um, Definitely got the best out of the people who were in this. Uh, for me, my first standout was obviously Beanie Feldstein, a.k.a. Jonah Hill's sister. Um, legitimately, they look identical. You look at them both, they look identical. Just one's actually prettier than the other. Um, and of course, I'm mean Jonah. I'm sorry, Jonah. Don't hurt me. I loved your movie, mid-90s, I promise. But no, um, she legitimately made me laugh so hard. She played that role of the, the, uh, the comedic relief, basically. The person who was the funniest, the person who was the loudest, the, the more obnoxious person. And she played the character to a T and I could not stop laughing. She just made me laugh so much. And I'm just, it was the first time I've ever seen her in a movie. And if I, if I've seen her in other movies, I never really noticed her. Um, but I'm glad I noticed her here because she needs to be in more things. And I'm so excited to see, uh, what she has in store. Um, because she's, you know, Jonah's not the only talented person in that family. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But as much as you like Beanie Feldson, I liked her as well, but Caitlin Dever, for me, 
in this movie. She was fantastic. She played the oh, like she had just come out that that she was a lesbian, and she played that role so well. Like the shy, not really outgoing, unless she's with her best friend. Then they just go and, and start cracking the crude and raunchy jokes at each other. Yeah. Uh, their chemistry together in this movie is what brings it all together. Like, those two have impeccable chemistry, just throwing jokes back and forth. And you can tell a lot of these jokes are just straight-up ad-libbed, no script. They're, they're just going back and forth at each other because that's how good their chemistry is and that's how well they play off of each other. And both did a fantastic job. I just really enjoyed Caitlin Dever in this film. Yeah, she was really good too. I like the opening scene where they're, you know, they're at um, Beanie's house and you know they're dancing. They're they're just dancing um, out in the street, and then they weren't going to leave. They were just literally going to dance the whole time. And you can just Caitlin Dever's doing the robot. Yeah, (laughs) and you gotta love the key. I mean, you see the chemistry right away with them too. Um, I also like uh, her parents in the movie, um, Will Forte and uh, Phoebe Buffay herself. Um, I was surprised to see them in it, and I remember seeing them in the trailer, but I totally forgot. But those two are two of the funniest people out there as well. Will Forte is hilarious SNL. Um, of course, Lisa Lisa Kudrow who played Phoebe Buffay on Friends. Um, just they knocked it out of the park as well. And, and you can tell they're trying to be supportive parents, mm-hmm. but they're, they're going at it all the wrong ways. But it, it's just so funny. That whole one shot of her and uh, Beanie walking into the kitchen and they've got all these, all these foods made and yeah. they're all sexual. Uh, it's just awesome. For me, another positive, like I just go on and on. Like I said before, this feels like the 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 women super bad. Yes. Like the 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 women version super bad, and you might most people might call me crazy. This is better than super bad. I totally agree. I was telling everyone that when I saw after watching it, I was like, um, there there was just something more charming about it, and it wasn't as uh, racy or as as perverted as it was, but it was very smart. Um, it definitely lived up to the name. Yes, it definitely lived definitely lived up to the name. I found myself laughing more genuinely. Like I felt like, you know, I'm all here. I'm here for dick and fart jokes. Like they're fun. You know, I we grew up watching those kinds of movies. But like, there's something about the comedy in this that made me like the the I can pull out one where they're talking about the panda. Um, that she uses to <laughs> masturbate with. Like, I just found that hilarious. And the reactions, you know, especially at the end when um, Lisa Kudrow is like hugging it and like putting her face in, and it's just hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. It was just so great. Another just fantastic scene is when they take the drugs because, you know, they're, they're goody goody two shoes, two of the top uh, kids in their class. They never went to any parties. They never done anything. And, but now they got slipped some drugs. They took them. And it goes in this like dream state where they turn into Barbies. Yep. And it is, <laughs> it's so comical. 
and and just fun. Like movies like this, like this movie knows exactly what it is, and it more than shines with what it is. And another thing is there is so many one-liners in this movie, and I, I can't even tell you any right now. It's been a couple months since I've seen it, but the fact that it's a comedy and it just dropped on digital and I bought it. Most people that know me, if I'm buying a movie on digital, more than likely it's going to be an action movie, it's going to be a thriller, or it's just going to be a huge blockbuster. Something that I'm really, really interested in. Very rarely do I buy comedies. Just because if I've seen them once, I feel comfortable like saying, oh, well, I don't have to ever watch this again because I know what's coming. This movie is one that will probably become a yearly watch for me just because it's so fun and and it's just the whole movie is just one big memorable scene yeah i agreed um another another big person i like in this film another actress uh, billy lord um the daughter of the late great carrie fisher um she her character is so could i've I like her in a lot of the um, uh, American Horror Story shows and and some of the other things I've seen her in, of course, the Star Wars, the latest Star Wars movies and stuff. Um, but she was so funny in this movie where she just kept popping up. The first time we see her, she like falls out of a car, and it's the other time when they're at that party on the ship that no one's at, she like jumps over <laughs> overboard, and then all of a sudden she shows up and she's totally fine at another party. And it's just the craziest thing and just her reaction to everything. And, like, I, I, I like that. And I also like the other, another little thing I like, too, is there's a part of the story where um, uh, Molly finds out who that a lot of these kids that she goes to school with that are doing other things in their lives other than just studying are going to really good schools. One's going to Yale. One's going to Stanford, play soccer and stuff. One got hired by Google to code. Um uh, straight out of high school, which is like a big time job, and she's just like, "Oh my god, I've been studying and not doing anything for my whole high school career. What am I doing? Like, I could have been studying and doing well and still having fun. So we need to go out and party." And I, I love that setup. Like, that was one of my favorite setups of the film. Yeah, I love that it was just a straight up twenty-four to forty hours. And that's that's all the movie was is is just one night and then part of another day, and they they just go out and and go wild. An, another just insane scene in the movie uh, is the uh, principal. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. And and I, I can never say his name right. Uh, when they they end up needing an Uber, and sure enough. He is the Uber driver, <laughs> and they're sitting in the back, and they're trying to do all this stuff, and uh, they're like, I kind of want to watch porn. I've never watched it before. And so they put their headphones in, and they're each watching it together, <laughs> and Jason's like, oh, yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll play your music. My music's not that good. And he plugs the, the auxiliary cord in, and it starts playing it over the speakers, and he goes, and, and he quickly unplugs it, and he goes, well, that wasn't pleasant. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, he's always a good for a laugh, man. I, I love oh, Jason. He, he was one of my he favorite. Is great. 
one of my favorite SNL guys, and of course, you know, he's with Olivia Wilde, you know, so it makes sense that he's in this movie. Um, all in all, man, this movie really took me by surprise. I knew it was going to be fun. Um, the trailers, you know, and everyone in it, I was like, all right, this is going to be a decent movie. But, like, I didn't think I was going to come out adoring this movie. I, I find coming-of-age tales so fun when done right. And, like, this definitely fits into today's generation, I guess you can say. Um, and we haven't really gotten a good one in a while. And this really, like, uh, inspires me to continue the writing stuff, too. Like, it, it did a lot for me in many different ways. And um, I have nothing bad to say about it at all. There's nothing bad. I have one. It's not really a bad. It's the one thing that I didn't really care for is later on in the movie uh, there there's a big fight between our two leading ladies and it's muted like and i'm okay with them using music to overshadow but i I didn't really care that the the big fight scene was completely muted and all you see is the facial expressions but it's not like i said it's not a negative it's just something that i I I would have preferred to hear the yeah. the fight. I think they just gave you enough to like kind of to make you understand, and the rest is just you know they're just yelling at each other and yeah. The show and, but like they give they give you the uh, the facial expression, so that's why it's not necessarily a bad for me. It's just I I, I would have preferred to hear the whole fight. Yeah, I hear you. Um, before go we... first, I I, I want to hear your score. All right. Um, you're gonna be surprised because I I don't give out these very often. It did seem like there was a stretch where I gave every movie this, but I adore this movie. I'm giving it a five. It's definitely holy shit. Yeah, I give it a five because it made me feel. It when I when I see movies, I want to feel everything that I go in to feel. I don't want to. I don't want one part of my my being to be entertained and the other part being like, oh, I wish we got more of this. I, If I go to a movie and I have everything that I want in a movie and they give me more, and they give me more than I thought it was, I like, I gave I give it a five because it's it's just charming, it's witty, um, the leads are great, um, the you know the supporting cast is great, the writing was great, um, it was. Better than super bad. It didn't need crazy dick and fart jokes, fucks and stuff like that to like to to get the point across. Um, yes, there was fucks in it, but I felt like it, they were thrown around like they were in super bad. Um, I would take these two over Michael, Sarah, and 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 Beanie's brother <laughs> in a heartbeat. Um, I, I I agree, and I love super bad. Yeah, I me too. It's movie. great. But man, I, I've I mine's I'm surprised you gave it a five, and I'm I'm just glad we finally got to talk about it. Uh, I'm giving it a four point five. It is the my my number two movie of the year so far this year. I mean, granted, we are the middle of August, so we're over halfway in, and it is my number two. It is tied with Avengers Endgame as my favorite movie of the year. I I adored this movie. As soon as I saw it, it, it instantly became a must-buy as soon as it's available, and it is available today, and I bought it. So I'm going to go watch it after we're done recording because I, I want to laugh again. 
Um, I gave I gave it a five for the reasons, and um, it's definitely tied with number one of my favorite of the year. My favorite of the year was mid '90s, since I got to see it this year, and I think it came out on media like uh, like uh, I think it came out like um, wide release this year. So so I counted this year. Uh, so it's definitely up there that made me feel something, you know, like where mid nineties made me feel like a kid again, um, being, was, you know, living in the nineties and then, and this one just made me feel just everything alive again. Like it is just, I, I can talk about this movie a lot and I'm going to definitely buy a copy of it for sure. Yeah, this movie, this movie is, it's so good. I, I recommend everyone watch this, whether you like raunchy comedies rom-coms whatever you like this movie is worth watching at least once no matter what kind of movies you like if you're not really a big movie fan if you're not a movie fan i don't know why you're listening to us but this movie is 100 percent a must watch for everyone i'm trying to figure out who that the one kid's name is in this movie um i'm guessing his name is tanner uh alan's pal yeah I think it was either uh, Tanner or George or whatever. Anyway, his uh, his uh, karaoke performance is one of my favorites of all time. Just just saying, <laughs> just the way he was singing, it would have been exactly the way I would have sang it too. Just ridiculous and over the top. But uh, uh, tell the people where they can find us. You can find us on Twitter, Letterbox, Stardust, at RR Film Pod. You can also find us at Patreon or represent at patreon.com backslash rrfilmpod or represent.com backslash rrfilmpod we've got so much crazy stuff we gotta shout out our our patrons even though it's not september 1st we're still gonna shout them out because they're the first ones we have to we got good brother nate good brother jeff and good brother martin if you want to join the patreon we've got a few just insanely great tiers start as little as a dollar and you get in our twitter chat and all we do is talk movies and have fun so i mean what are you still doing like go go join like it and 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 now you've got our fan vote friday coming on friday this friday a couple days from now as soon as you're listening to this or if you're listening to this in the future go back and and listen to the fan vote friday because we are talking kubrick's classic the shining and then, that's not even the best part, because the following week, we're talking 2017's It to prepare for It Chapter 2, where I will not sleep for multiple nights, because that movie's going to terrify me. <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited. We got lots to come. Um, oh, so much. So just, much content coming. I forgot to say this in one of the last episodes. Um but uh, just before we say goodbye and, you know, say our thing. Well, let's say our thing first and then I'll say it at the end. It's usually what I usually say is one thing. I'm going to say, I'll save it to the end. I'm Glenn Rodriguez and always with me is... Cody Repass. And you've been listening to the R&R Pot of Films. We'll see you at the movies and also...